Welcome to Inside Out. Without prejudice or boundaries, this space is for raw and vulnerable conversations surrounding health, mental well-being, relationships, parenthood, and so much more. Our goal is to deliver a conversation that will educate and empower you through shared experiences told by inspiring and relatable guests. My name is Chris. I'm a wife, mum, and stepmom who is on a personal journey that cultivates a life of alignment and intention. I hope these conversations encourage you to do the same. Let's dive deep into today's episode. Welcome back to Inside Out. Today, I sit down with Tim James, founder of Chemical Free Body, podcast host and health coach. Chemical Free Body was created to bring awareness and solutions to the man-made chemical assault destroying our ecosystem and our health. They support people's transformation with education and the highest quality nutritional supplements that naturally occur in nature. In this episode, Tim shares his health and wellness journey. We dive into gut health and how your lifestyle choices are impacting your gut. Tim also breaks down one of the foundations in his coaching, which is the core four secrets. If you are on your health and well-being journey, this is 100% an episode for you. Tim, thank you so much for joining me on Inside Out today. It is an absolute pleasure to meet with you and connect with you. I'm really excited to hear about everything that you do and that you advocate for. So thank you so much for coming on. Hey, Chris, thanks for having me on today. I'm excited to talk to my Australian friends and whoever else is listening around the world. Um, So yeah, I'm glad to be here to share Uh, and we had a little talk before this and it sounds like uh, you're on a super duper health journey as well. And looks like you've woke up and um, mm. taken charge of your health. So, and you're helping a lot of other people, especially the women that are listening to your show, take charge of their health. And that's so important for the matriarch of the family to lead by example. We, we definitely want our moms to um, wake up and feel good. And that's yeah. what you should be uh, doing every day. And if you're not, well, hopefully this podcast will help out. Absolutely. I could not agree more. And I think that it's so important to remind ourselves that over the last couple of decades, I suppose for me in my personal life too, I've really noticed the overwhelming amount of information on the market for wellness in the wellness industry and how big this space has become and how overwhelming that it has become. And I really think that sometimes we do need to strip things back and come back to what's actually important for our health, um, what our bodies actually need and there's so many elements involved in that like the simplicity of please excuse those noises I'm just trying to turn that off now um sorry about that guys um the simplicity of you know the fundamental elements towards health which is hydration which is you know movement um and then the supplementation that our bodies aren't absorbing as well which is something we're actually going to go into a little bit later in this episode but before we dive in Tim can you share a little more on you, what your life looks like right now, where you're from, all the things? Yeah, just curious, how long does this show go usually? Around 30 minutes, if that. Okay, I'll tell the shortened version. <laughs> as long so as you I grew up on a, you've got me for the morning. So as long as yeah, you want well, to I've, I grew up on a cattle and hay farm over in Eastern Oregon. We raised Hereford cattle, grass, and alfalfa hay. I'm total redneck. Uh, my best friend was a cowboy, literally. Um, so cool. I have a cowboy hat myself, some boots. Uh, I spent a lot of time in the woods. And, um, had a lot of fun. I was in nature a lot, really, really gravitated towards nature. Love being outside. Um, fast forward to age 37, I was 42 pounds overweight. I my acid reflux was terrible. I was taking Tums and Rolaids every day. I developed skin issues on my knee and my elbows called eczema and it would crack and bleed all over the place, bleed on my shirts. I become a financial advisor and I couldn't wear white shirts anymore because I'd bleed all over them. 
Um, if I was visiting you at your house, a lot of times people are like, hey, what's this blood over here? And it was like, oh, God, you know, it was me. I bumped into the wall or somebody's couch and I'm cleaning blood all the time. So that went on and, you know, and um, you know, I wanted to be healthy, but it just, I, I was gaining two, three, four pounds every year. My acid reflux was getting worse. And then I finally started bleeding rectally when I pooped. And that's when I was like, oh, my God. So this went on literally for two and a half years. I would poop and bleed and poop and bleed. Now, for those of you who can't see us, um, I have a shirt. My shirt says love when you poop. I did notice and it, that. <laughs> and it says that because it used to be a very um, unpleasant process followed by blood. So imagine me and my elbows, my knees bleeding, my bleeding when I poop. And this is like my life and it was getting worse. I didn't know it, but I was rotting from the inside out from the lifestyle choices, the foods, the, the inputs that I was putting into this very intelligent system that I had. And um, I was I was kind of being like a dumb system myself. My controller wasn't working very well, obviously, but I, like most people, was very confused what to do. I tried eating, you know, high protein, low protein, high fat, low fat, high carb, low carb, five meals a day. I tried a lot of stuff and some of it worked a little bit. I tried juicing once, but we were juicing the wrong things, too much, too much sugar. And um, that juicer ended up under the cupboard. So I was actually on a, a, a vacation. Um, I was doubled over in pain. Um, I basically had to be life flighted out of uh, North Peru. Uh, it, was, uh, it was the most horrible experience. Actually, the, the, the plane flight that I missed, we were in a place called Tumbes, just south of Ecuador with my wife and her dad, who was actually a medical doctor, and he ran a huge clinic in Lima, Peru. And he's like, we have to get you to the hospital. And I just missed the first, or the, the one plane flight a day out of that place. It's a small place. Um, and we had to rent a van. And for six hours, I had to drive down a bumpy road. Well, I, oh. I didn't drive, I rode. Every single bump was painful. I couldn't even bend, I couldn't even stand up. I was bent over at a 90 degree angle walking. Tremendous amount of pain. Every bump was a bump, but a bump, but a bump, bump, bump. It was a very bumpy road. It was, uh, I was sweating. I was completely exhausted by the time I got there. Um, they doped me up at the hospital, put me on a commercial airplane and flew me to, you're not supposed to do that, but flew me to his uh, clinic in Lima and they put me into um, surgery. I spent the rest of my vacation recovering in surgery. And then my wife pushed me in a wheelchair back into the United States. I was still recovering. And what I learned from that was that um, two couple things. Number one, um, getting operated on sucks. Um, don't ever want to do that again. Number two, my poor health doesn't affect just me. It affects everybody else around me. So, but I still didn't know what to do until my friend Charles later on uh, got diagnosed with chronic lymphocytic leukemia, which is supposedly this incurable blood cancer. Um, that's what he was told by the doctors um, up here in uh, Portland. And so he said, hey, I'm going to try to go to this uh, natural detox nutrition clinic in Florida called Hippocrates Health Institute. Now, they'd been around at the time like 61 years. Actually, interesting, the lady, uh, Ann Wigmer, who started and founded the place was from Lithuania, and she healed herself of stage four colon cancer with, you know, wheat, like grass juices and herbs. Like literally her grandmother... Uh, surrogate grandma was the the village doctor back in Lithuania used to okay. heal people and she got a lot from her so anyway it was quite the interesting story but I still like I was very skeptical I went there just to support my friend I thought he was going to die because I'd already lost a friend of mine at age 40 to stomach cancer on my baseball team my aunt had died of melanoma skin cancer and my grandma had died of uh, brain cancer and anytime you know anybody here that's listening and I know pretty much every single person listening now has either had cancer or knows somebody with cancer or somebody that has died of cancer because it's so prevalent today. It's actually killing about half the population. And if we stay on the current trends by the year 2050, we'll, we're, we're going to be somewhere around 68 
the 72% of people will die of cancer. And then at that point, it'll be as common as catching a cold. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're already too close to that already. So what's going on? How come cancer was only two to 3% at the turn of the century? And here we are supposedly with the most advanced Western technology and medicine, all this stuff yet uh, can't seem to slow it down. It's like a freight train. And this is just one disease like heart mm-hmm. disease is right up there and all these other COPD and diabetes. And, and let's don't even start about talking about autism with children. It's, it's scary what's going on with that. But so we go to this place and they basically put us on living foods, sprouted nuts, sprouted seeds, sprouted grains, sprouted greens, fresh water, green juices, wheatgrass juice, um, therapies, um, they really worked on our attitude and our mind, and they taught us what was going on inside of ourselves and our gut, and that the gut is the driving engine of your life, and that if you want to have beautiful skin and a beautiful life, you better have a beautiful gut. You better have a beautiful intestinal tract and learn how to take care of it and, and put good inputs into it and clean it up. Treat it like a car. If it's not running right, mm-hmm. you don't just put good fuel in it. Like, oh, instead of eating you know, crappy beef over here, I'm going to go get grass-fed beef or eating you know, vegetables grown in pesticides, I'm going to go eat some organic vegetables. Okay. That's mm-hmm. great. That's your health will improve. There's no question about it, but the car needs to go into the shop and you need to flush the engine, flush the transmission fluid, new, new fuel filter, new spark plugs. Then you put the good fuel into it and then you maintenance that sucker and you continue to learn, but we've not give nobody's given us an owner's manual to our body. Now, oh. every other living creature on this planet instinctively knows what to do look around like every other creature knows exactly what to do, what to eat and everything. It's humans and the animals we've domesticated. We're the ones that have all the problems. So as smart as we are, we're really not that smart when it comes to our natural patterns, right? What should Mm -hmm. we, what we should be really doing. Mm -hmm. And it's really not that complicated, um, Chris, you know, and I want the people listening today, like if you're struggling with your health today, you have low energy, mental fog, gut, gas, bloating. You've you got a disease. you got Hashimoto's. I know so many women today are dealing with thyroid issues, Graves disease, and all this. There is, there is a solution, and the solution is you. Mm-hmm. You taking control of your health. You becoming your own doctor. You getting lots of opinions. You following, looking for people that have really healthy skin. People that were struggling like you were that have turned it all around, that really have solutions that make sense and resonate with you. That would be mm-hmm. my thing. So anyway, we're at this place, and... um. I can't believe what's happening. And, and they wanted us to, uh, this, this doctor's like telling everybody, like you have six to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material in your colon. And I'm, I'm thinking, okay, that's gross. Yeah. Um, and he wants us to do a colon hydrotherapy session, but uh, are you familiar with that? No. Um, but I am very familiar with, um, bowel disease and things. My brother was born with, um, Hirschman's disease. Have you heard of that? So it's a common bowel disease in newborns. And for the first two years of his life, he was in hospital primarily in NICU and, um, God. yeah. And his bowel, his intestine, hmm, sorry, just to, I can't remember. It was so long ago. Now I haven't spoken about it for a little while, but he basically would get clogged up whenever mm-hmm. he ate, regardless of whether it was breast milk formula, but you know, mum couldn't keep up the breastfeeding when he was in and out of hospital. He had two surgeries before he was two years old. Um, yeah. On his gut and has a massive scar across his belly. So that's really interesting that you, uh, you that you're talking about that um, being so common for a lot of adults and because of our environment and lifestyles. But mm-hmm. I, I'm curious to know I, how that would then influence a newborn and how diseases are prevalent in newborns in, in a fetus position. Does that make Well, sense? let's think about it. So that might, that case that you're talking about sounds like a genetic deal. So a genetic mm. thing is like when you have like a, a deformed heart valve or something, that would be something genetic where you have like a, a mechanical, you know, malfunction or whatever. Mm. But what we've learned is that 
probably 97% of things, <coughs> excuse me, are, are um, more environmental cause. So mm -hmm. it's the environment. Our genes actually express themselves depending on what environment they're in. Think about it. Are you going to be healthier standing in a lake or standing in gasoline? Right. Are you going to be healthier breathing fresh mountain air or breathing air next to a burning trash bucket? Right. right? Common sense tells you that. So the air we breathe, the water we drink, the food that we consume, the clothing we wear, makeups, the shampoos, the deodorants, anything that comes into our environment in touch with our skin and goes into our body or in, however it comes in is the environment. Now, usually like when I, I hear women, like sometimes they're like, well, I'm, I'm probably going to get breast cancer because my mom's got it. My aunt's got it. My great grandma had it. And my sister has it. Okay. You might have a genetic disposition to that weakness. It'll show itself, but probably all your family, all those ladies and guys too, are eating all the same crap. Right. Or maybe they're all exposed to some toxins in that area or whatever right? Mm -hmm. We can change this stuff. And the genetic research, when they look at genetics, they, they literally take a Petri dish, they take a healthy cell and they put it into a known carcinogen because they know it's going to create cancer in that cell. And then they study that cell and try to figure out how to stop that. My opinion is like, why not not put that healthy cell in the cancer causing environment in the first place? Yeah, right. Real simple. Why not go yes. back to basics instead of trying to see, but we are caught up thinking that these smart people are going to create a pill. So we don't have to change our lifestyle. We don't have to think we just take a pill and tomorrow we're better program. It's never mm. going to happen. It's a lifestyle and it's yeah. environment. So if we want that stuff to change, we have to change our inputs to our system. Yeah. Right. So at the Institute, that's what they did. Um, I did what was called colon hydrotherapy. I didn't want to do it. Uh, I sat on a tube rectally and water went in and out of my colon gently for about an hour. And I dropped 10 pounds of impacted fecal material. Why did I want to do that? Well, I didn't. I didn't want to do it. And when the guy was talking about it in this class called internal awareness, I told Charles, I said, look, dude, I came here to help you, but I'm not doing that thing. You know, but this I've guy was smart to do it every six months. <laughs> yeah. Some people do it more often. Um, it's actually quite interesting. If you do it 10 days in a row, you can actually change your organ function like measurable. Holy crap. Wow. Yeah, I just had uh, Rebecca Harder on my show. Uh, I listened I to that episode. Episode, episode 38. And we, I don't know if we got into that, but I just had her on my private group coaching program to our, to our private community. And she talked about that. And I'm like, I've been at this 11 years and how come I didn't know about that? Otherwise, cause I'm going to do it now. I'm going to do yeah, 10 yeah. days in a row. Cause I want to improve my organ function. So anything that I find that will improve my health and my life and help me have a clear mind and wake up and feel good and have energy and, and not age and worry about sickness and disease and stuff like that. I want to do it. So this doctor, though, uh, was smart at the Institute. He showed colon or colonoscopies of four people, three that were not well. One was a 24-year-old, 25-year-old female that had like, she had um, uh, Hashimoto's and uh, thrush, which is a yeast infection. And inside of her colon was actually white and yellow and all nasty, uh, wow. pretty gross. And then the 65-year-old male was the next one. He had colon cancer and parasites. And inside of him was black and brown and disgusting and worms crawling around. I was like, ugh. Then the last one was a 45-year-old female with breast cancer and um, I think she had colitis or Crohn's. I can never remember that one, but it's been so long. But she, her gut was jacked up, basically. It's all the same to me. And uh, and inside of her, her terrain and her colon was disgusting. Like Now, 
then they showed the internal train of somebody that was healthy and you could see the lining of the wall and that was pink and the red blood vessels and everything. And yeah, there was brown waste matter in there. That's it's a, that's what it is. It's an evacuation tube to waste removal system, not a storage tank. Like we're using it for an mm. unintentionally. And it was the train was different. And that's when I, it clicked in my head and I'm like, Oh my God, I got to clean that crap out. Mm. And that's when I signed up for that colon hydrotherapy session. And I was the guy that there's no way you could have got me to do it. But when I saw the visuals of it, it just made sense. And that's when I learned this is an inside job. Mm -hmm. Like ladies listening or guys too. I mean, if you want beautiful skin, you have to have beautiful intestinal lining. That's it. That's where your focus should be. Not on the next makeup or cream and spending hundreds of dollars on that crap. It literally, you have no idea like how awesome you can make your skin. Like mm -hmm. you can rejuvenate yourself. And our program, usually within six months, People look about five to 10 years younger in six months on our program. Wow. And that's because we get, we show them where the man-made crap is, the toxic chemicals in the blood, the fat and the muscle tissue, how to get it out, stop putting it in and then flooding the body with nutrition. The immune system goes way up and we take really good care of the gut health, mm. how to improve that gut. And there's, and a lot of this stuff is like easy. It's so simple, like chewing your food and avoiding liquids with meals and doing breath work before you eat. Like these are part of our core four secrets and drinking water. Uh, that's that. it. Those are our core yeah. four secrets. I can go into them in more depth, but yeah. those things radically change the internal terrain of your gut, getting colon hydrotherapy, um, taking gut detox products or stuff like that, that we have, um, or you can get them other places too, but, and then changing the foods and the inputs that go in. When you change your intestinal lining and you get that awesome and beautiful, guess what? It's your skin's going to be amazing. Cause mm -hmm. I know because I had skin issues, like my elbows were cracked and bleeding and it was painful. And my knee had a huge patch of eczema that took that longest it actually took eight months on this lifestyle to clean that all up. So if you have skin issues, those listening out there, you don't, you have gut and lung issues. It's an inside job. Mm. If you have, if that's what it is. So if you want to, you want to be healthy on the outside, you have to take care of the inside period. Otherwise you're going to be scrambling and spending two, three, $400 on creams and salves and stuff, trying to fix something that you're, you're not, you're not even getting to the root of the cause. Yeah, absolutely. I um I have two stepdaughters who are prime school aged, so they're ten and eleven, and they're starting to get little breakouts and things. And they're kids, and they like normal children. They struggle to eat vegetables. It's a bit of a forced thing you have to do. They're good on fruit, but anything else, they're a little bit fussy on, and it's really really tricky. But they are starting to get a few different breakouts. You know, whether it's hormonal changes coming into play, um, or it's you know the heat and things like that, and wearing hats outside on the playground and stuff, and they're sensitive to that. They're, they're very self-conscious of that. And my, the most influential thing that I can teach them is because I'm someone that suffered with severe acne as a teenager. As I entered year seven, I just went, I'm never eating anything healthy again because I've got money and I can spend it at canteen and I can do what I want. So binge eating was just, you know, this profound firstly stress coping mechanism that I used as mm -hmm. well as, um, chance of freedom for me so I was able to eat what I want and not be influenced by mum forcing me to eat healthy in my lunchbox right so I know that that's what's coming next so I'm really pushing and trying to ingrain to them skin care is covered from the inside out you have to take care of your insides for your skin to glow you need mm -hmm. you know if you're going to have breakouts and things it's because you're not drinking enough water and you're not eating any vegetables this week like you know have this information so that they can use these tools as they enter into adolescence and have this opportunity not to go through, I suppose, the hardships that a lot of us have been through over the last few, you know, few years growing up in the yeah. today's society with the influence of food on the market and, you know, junk and just, there's just so much rubbish going on. Well, let's look at something that's really important, um, especially for the moms out there and kids. 
and hopefully some kids will listen to this show, is that uh, this is what blew my mind years ago. And I I don't, can't remember where I heard it from, but I t look up these three words when the show's over on your browser, umbilical cord chemical, umbilical cord chemical. And you'll see the studies that I saw going back to 2005 that show that every single child and young mother, um, they test the umbilical cord blood. Now, these are supposedly the healthiest people on the planet, right? Newborn babies, young moms right. should be the healthiest. And they're finding... They were looking for 400 toxic chemicals and they found 71% or 250 of what they were looking for and 180 caused cancer in humans. They're already in kids today when they're born. 212 caused development on brain disorders. So that's when I sat back in my chair and I was like, oh my God, we're all polluted. And the older we are, the more time we've had toxins to accumulate and bioaccumulate in our fat and our muscle tissue and our blood and our brain. And we're passing this on to our children. So what we're actually, adults, listen up. We are not evolving as a species anymore. We are de-evolving as a species. Mm -hmm. That's what's happening because we have a breakdown. I'll give you an example. Back in the 60s or 70s in the United States, um, people were up in arms because uh, apple orchards, uh, these big fruit, you know, fruit orchards, they were spraying them with toxic chemicals like six to seven times a year. Just crazy. And the more they spray, the more they have to spray. Now they're spraying like 16 to 17 times a year. And why are, why are they doing that? To stop the bugs so they can get the harvest of the apples. Why are the trees, what, why, what's the, how come the trees are breaking down? Why are they degrading? Because of lack of nutrition in the soil. They have weak soil and you have a weak tree or a weak plant. And then uh, an animal eats that plant and you either eat the plant directly or eat the animal, ate the plant, you're going to be weak. So it's all about the inputs. Now, if they would have focused on building soil quality and this is why people take things like um, ionic ocean minerals which is concentrated seawater and they spray that on a crop like we did with my brother's garden and my brother's like what in the hell is going on here he's like my garden is like double bumper crop wow like the size of these cucumbers is amazing and then the bugs and then we did three acres of uh, speckled peas because peas is um, what, one thing that we sprout quite a bit because peas have a lot of lethus in them they're really good for cleaning up the arteries from cholesterol and stuff like that and we grew three acres and he he's a chemical farmer and i said hey let's do it we're going to spray it with ionic ocean minerals once or twice and that's it and we harvested that thing and he's like and i had a 97 percent germination rate with those seeds He's like, that was the easiest crop I ever had to do. He goes, all I did was I tilled it up, planted it. I sprayed it twice with your ocean minerals. I think maybe I only did it once, once or twice. And it grew all on its own. Now, in, in the bags, we bagged them all up. In the 50-pound bags, guess what? There was a little bit of weevils. But that's okay. Like, so every time I soak three cups of peas to make a 17 by 17-inch sprouting tray, there'd be three, four, five weevils floating up in the deal. No big deal. Like that lets you know that it's like if the bugs can eat it and they're not dying, that's pretty good, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. we're getting the, I was getting the really good stuff. So that's nature. So when we look at that, if we go back to the soil and just to bring this full circle, a lot of us think that we're like living with nature. So far from the case, we are an expression of nature. We are nature. And two things that'll prove it. Number one is what's your body mostly made of? Water. Water. Where does that come from? <laughs> Nature, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? So there it is. Like the case solved. Boom. All right. But if you want to look at another thing that's really interesting, there's this thing called or, or there's oral and gut microbiome. There's bacteria. Mm -hmm. 
in our gut. That's part of our immune system. Well, guess what? This very same bacteria in the soil, they're called soil microbiome or soil bacteria. So there's two instances right there. The, the bacteria in the soil are a lot of them are the same ones in our gut. And we're mostly made of water. Where does that come from? Earth. Like it comes from the, from no other nature. This is it. This is the magic secret ingredient. This is the, you're looking for the fountain of fountain of youth. All you have to do is shut off the TV, turn off your cell phone and go walk out into the forest. There you go. Mm. And, and you'll, you'll actually heal. In fact, in China, that's actually what they do. They have people, they technology fast, they send them out in the forest and people start healing because mm. mm. they start plugging back into where they're, where they're from. And we are disconnected from where we're from. Absolutely. I feel like in today's society, we are so the disconnection is so prevalent in so many different ways. We're picking up our phones more. We're sleeping less. We're watching too much TV where, you know, I stayed up till 10.30 last night watching TV series that I've already seen. Like what is, and then I looked at my phone. I'm like, what am I doing? I am exhausted. I want to sleep. Yeah. I need, I need sleep. Um, and it's so interesting that I just, I was doing it and I'm not even conscious of it. You know, you, you almost just automate, automatically fall into this state of mindset where you just create these habits and then you're doing them suddenly every day or you're drinking too much alcohol every day or you're you know making the wrong food choices every day and over that time it just constantly builds and builds and builds and then suddenly you're sick and you're like why am I sick um but I'd love to just go backwards for a moment and you were talking about the four core values or sorry core secrets I'd love for you Mm -hmm. to dive into that a little bit more okay real simple these I had over 5,500 people to my house and I taught detox and nutrition, juicing, raw living food dinners. Okay. It's a lot of folks. And I will say this, over 70% of them were women. So that's when I learned that women are smarter than men. So if there's mm-hmm. any ladies out there listening, congratulations. <laughs> You're smarter we than your husband. We already knew that, Tim. That's okay. Because <laughs> I knew, I'm like, this stuff is smart. This works. Like my friend literally, oh, I didn't finish the story. My friend Charles, we came back home. We implemented this lifestyle. He healed himself of cancer in a little over two and a half years. He's fine. Amazing. Like no chemo, no surgery, no radiation. I mean, that's the big, that was the big thing. So his story and my story of transformation led to these people coming over to my house, which led into these talks. And, and then I had to just start doing classes because we just had people randomly showing up at my house, like all the time. And I just drop everything and help them. A lot of them cancer patients. We actually were delivering wheatgrass and sunflower and pea sprouts to 40, 50 cancer patients a week in the Portland, Vancouver metro area. That's incredible. Um, I had to have, finally hire an assistant because I was like delivering them in, in a suit and tie on my way to work, uh, being at work at 8 a.m. as a financial advisor. We had three offices with a busy practice and that was crazy. So, but I'm not doing that anymore. I'm full-time health crazy man. So what a life a transition, by the way. Yeah. What a shift. Yep. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah, it was just like, you know, when my little brother was killed in a mountain biking accident, that's when I decided that life was too short. And I'm like, you know what? Screw this. I'm like, this isn't about the money anymore. If I'm, I'm, if I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out doing what I love, just like my brother did. He liked riding mountain bikes. So I said, I'm going to go out. I'm going to tell people about sprouts and juicing and, mm. and nature. And yeah, it's like so easy, but it seems like nobody's doing it. Like, and for the few that are ready to listen, all those people that, like I said, 5,500 people coming to our house. Most of them had cancer. And a lot of these people were ready to implement because they had their back up against the wall. Now, because they heard of Charles's story and through the grapevine in town here. And so anyway, so the sad news was, is the people that like didn't have the cancers, the ones that just came over to lose weight or, you know, uh, you know, get off their medications or whatever, or maybe they had some, you know, gas or bloating or whatever, some knee pain, joint pain, back pain. They would start, they would buy a juicer and then start juicing. And then a month to three months later, the juicer was under the cupboard again. 
And I said, mm-hmm. why aren't you doing this? You saw what happened to Charles. You know what happened to me. Why aren't you doing this? Well, it's too complicated. It costs too much. And I don't want to clean the damn juicer. Okay. So what do you want? I want something simple. I want easy. Okay. So I had to learn to meet people where they're at. So I came up with three things originally. I thought, what, what could I share with people that's made the most difference in my life with the least amount of effort? We added a fourth one later. So here they are. Core four secrets. Core secret number one, drink half your body weight in liquid ounces of purified water daily. So I know this is, you're going to have to do the conversion over there. Sorry, everybody. But um, uh, if you're a hundred pounds, that's would be 50 ounces of water. If you're 200 pounds, that would be a hundred ounces. So you guys have to do the conversion on that. Sorry. So it's a lot of water. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that's it. Like it's simple. Why wouldn't you do that? Because your body's mostly made of water, right? And we need it. We need it. Why does the average person have six to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material? Number one reason you're not drinking enough water. Your body goes to the colon to get water. And if you're not drinking enough of it, and I know 95% of the population is not, that's why your colon is getting dried out and impacted because if your blood needs water, your brain needs water, your cells, your lymph, your muscles need water, they go to the colon. So you've basically turned your waste removal system into a storage tank because it gets dried up and impacted. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, and add caffeine right? and alcohol into that 24-hour period and you're even more dehydrated. Yeah, just dehydrating. And I did that a long time ago. I did the Starbucks thing and drank a bunch of coffee. And I was like, God, I drink two of these Vente Latte things every day. How come I'm so thirsty and dehydrated? I couldn't figure it out. I was, just didn't know. You know, give me more and more. Yeah. So that's important to know. But also, if you're on city tap water, here's a game changer. Um, your water needs to be restructured because the high-pressure city pipes actually coagulate the water molecules. They make them too big. It's like a bowling ball trying to go through a chain link fence. The bowling ball is the water molecule and the chain link fence, your intestinal lining. So you can drink a lot of purified water. That's great because I was a big advocate of that for eight and a half years, teaching people water, 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 water. And it does help, right? But when I learned about restructured water, ooh, that's when I, massive game changer for me. So now my water is triple purified and I run it through a machine that restructures it and charges it with molecular hydrogen. So there's a little extra little boom boom at the end there <laughs> and it's actually a big deal and um i literally get high on water every day i'm 48 years old and i drink three quarts of this water in the morning and i'm high for six hours a lot of people think i'm on cocaine or something because i have my energy levels are so tremendous and i'm like look no i'm just putting a lot of this clean water that's super absorbable because before i drink a lot of water drink a lot of water pee 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 drink pee drink pee and i was peeing all the time now i drink a lot of water and it disappears and then an hour or two later, I pee a lot. That's what told me the difference. See, now I had first person experience with this restructured water. And then I called this gal up, Danusha, and I said, hey, I, got, I have to have one of these machines. I'm like, I was high for six hours. I have to add this to my life. And she's, okay. So I got the machine from her. I got my water right. I got it clean. Now I have it restructured. And we teach all of our coaching students to do that. And everybody's having the same results. Like they literally you change your water. You get your water right. You can change your life big time it's foundational to get your air clean and your water clean those two things right there you change those inputs good lord a lot of your problems are going to go away yeah, yeah, yeah. so core secret number two chew your food until liquefied it's real simple but less than four percent of the population is doing it now when you chew your food it kind of makes sense because you want to make it small you think oh that'll help out my digestion a little bit but it's it's more important than that you have two ducts in your upper mouth and four in your lower mouth that secrete these enzymes amylase and lipase and these will actually help you digest most of your food, right? So you chew really well, preload the food with the enzymes, then the enzymes down in the stomach, then finish off the digestion. 
If you don't chew your food well, you have fermentation and gut rot. If you chew your food well, you'll have digestion and assimilation of nutrients. That's why it's really important to chew your food well. And super bonus, Dr. Gabriel Cousins, who's in his 80s and can do like 30 pull-ups. I mean, think about that. Anybody listening, can you do 30 pull-ups? Well, this guy's 80 and he can. He did like 300 or 200 push-ups when he was like 77 or something. The guy's insane. Normal. That's insane. Yeah, so he's also really a cool dude and really smart. And I hope to get him on my show pretty soon um, on, my, on my podcast. But because um, I talk about him all the time. But he said when you chew and you masticate your teeth really well, you're actually stimulating meridian points in your teeth that create serotonin. Literally the happy juice, we can improve or increase that by up to 500% by chewing our food. Well, wow. think about that. There is no supplement you can take to increase your serotonin 500% that I know of. That is a powerful tool that you have at your access and it costs nothing. And I know getting your water right, probably going to be an investment there. Um, if you have no money, you should at least get gallon glass jars. I should go back to that and at least go to the grocery store and at least get single purified water and pack your water. That's probably the cheapest way to do it. Um, or you can call my friend Danushin, um, get one of those machines. So yeah, I'm um, curious actually, to know more about that actually. Yeah. If uh, I used to give her email out, but then we get blasted with emails. Um, how do you spell Danusha? <laughs> so <laughs> we created a landing page for it. it's, um, uh, it's uh, mypurifiedwater.com. Mypurifiedwater.com. You can get a free water consult with Danusha, AKA water woman. Love that. So you got your water, right? You're chewing your food. Well, um, for so many reasons. And then now you want to avoid liquids with meals. That's core secret. Number three, less than 2% of the population is doing this. You avoid liquids with meals. Well, that's hard to do when the waiter or waitress is bringing you, Hey, you want some water? You want some beer? You want some wine? Nope. I don't want it anymore. Okay. Why? Because I've learned about my gut and I love myself and I'm going to be smart about my system. I'm going to be an intelligent system. I have a sensor and I'm going to start realizing that when I don't drink water, I feel better during meals or wine or beer. So you want to, how come? Well, you chew that food, you load it with all those enzymes to digest your food. And you drink, you could drink purified, restructured, molecularly charged water or beer or wine or apple juice. All those things, liquids are going to dilute those digestive enzymes. You work so hard in your mouth to put in there into your gut and you're going to go back to fermentation and gut rot. Okay. So the rule of thumb, stop drinking liquids an hour before you eat and then wait two hours after you're done eating and then drink a copious amount of liquids again, get back on the liquid train. Real important. Now, if you're in a, um, oh, what was I going to say? So anyway, that's it for that one. Then the last one is core secret number four which is doing some breath work, breath play, breath exercises before you, before you eat. Mm. So why would you want to do that? Well, because we're pretty stressed out. Um, even before COVID, we were super stressed out. And I feel my heart goes out to the folks in Australia because I know the, the, the lockdowns over there are completely crazy. Um, I did a podcast earlier today, a gal in Mexico, and she said she moved out of Ireland um, and she said, thank God I did because of the lockdowns and all the stuff going on over there too. And she's like, in Mexico, it's like pretty much nobody's even paying attention to it. They're all just living their lives. Everybody's fine. Just yeah. wrapping up. So when, when you're, when you're, when you're stressed out, even if you don't mm. think you are, because we, we become very tolerable, we just accept that our life, this is the way it is. And very, very many things. And you just kind of get used to your headaches and your gut health and your energy levels. And then, you know, all of a sudden, um, you're, you're stressed out. And even though you think you're not stressed, your nervous system is still reacting like a saber tooth tiger is chasing you or a bear. 
What that means is, is that when you're stressed out, the blood leaves the organ systems and it goes where it goes to the extremities, arms, legs, hands, and feet. Why? Because it's fight or flight. You have to fight to live or you have to run. Mm. Right. So that's fight or flight. And so simply by taking a deep breath in through the nose like this, pause at the top and then release out through the mouth. Just let it all go. Pause at the bottom with your lungs completely empty and back into the nose. Pause at the top and release out to the mouth. And while you're doing these breath exercises, you can be grateful for your life, grateful for the food, grateful for the people in your life, grateful for the people that you have quote unquote wronged you because they're actually creating contrast to let you know more of what you don't want, more of what you do want. Everything in life is serving you depending on how you look at it. So you take the time for that. And then what will happen is, is that blood will leave the extremities and go back into the organ system so you can actually digest your food. Less than 1% of the population is doing this. So 99% of us listening to this podcast today have massive room for improvement here. Now, the first of these core four secrets, the only one that costs any money at all is getting your water right. Okay. Now, um, the last three, chewing your food, avoiding liquids, and doing some breath work, are those are free. But the things we think that things have to be so damn complicated for them to produce results. And that's not the case. We've got to get back to basics. These are the fundamentals to health. We have people, I have people pay me 3000 a month, uh, American to coach them. And this is the first thing we get implemented. And how do I know they work? Because I've been doing this for 11 years and they work. Okay. Yeah. And I have first person experience. I've personally coached 600 people through this process. I always put them on these four things first, core four secrets. And then we have people in, New Zealand and Australia and Ireland and all over the place, we ship our products. And because of the COVID delays, it could take sometimes two weeks to a month for the products to arrive. But we get, we get emails every day. My gas and bloating is better. My energy levels are better. Um, we had one this morning where um, a lady said her neuropathy and her, her legs has even gotten a little bit better. Now, typically that's after they're on the products. They don't even have the products yet. They're Amazing. practicing one, two, three, or they're stacking all two, three, or four of these core four secrets together and they're already seeing improvements in their health, right? Because now they're being an intelligent system and they're changing, they're changing their inputs and they're using their sensor to witness and feel how their body feels. And they're going to continue doing those things as long as it works. And if something that I recommend or anybody else recommends and you try it and it doesn't work, just don't keep it. Go on to the next thing. Be an intelligent system. Change your input. Change your input until you achieve your goal, which is another part of being an intelligent system. You have a goal. Right. Absolutely. Tim, I absolutely love everything that you've, you've talked about in today's episode. I think that there are so many takeaways for people to implement into their everyday from right now, simply by just drinking more water or looking at what water you're consuming. Um, and I just love those four core secrets because I also have a wellness um, program. It's a basically a reset over 21 days. It's just the fundamental elements that we need for our body and our mindset to thrive. It's got a lot of mindfulness and self-love rituals involved. But one of the things that we do implement is stripping back the complicated pillars of what healthy looks like for everyone else. We've got to discover what health looks like for you and how you can integrate that into your everyday and breath work is one of those things um but for some i think that even breath work it gets in the wellness space right now it's overwhelming and everyone's telling you that it needs to be this big you know this big episode or time consuming no, thing where you it's, breathe it's not yeah, it's, it's not, not. it's 60 I, here's, seconds i want to you know? clarify something i kind of gave people some direction on that breath work deal i don't care if you breathe in your nose out your nose in your nose out your mouth in your yeah. mouth out your nose out your, it doesn't matter you can breathe out your ears Right. The most important thing is just to settle down and do some deep breaths and slow mm -hmm. down, be mm -hmm. mindful. 
So when you're making these changes, no matter what it is, and this is the reason why a lot of people don't work out. Number one, they're just exhausted. They have no energy for it. And they think, oh, I got to go work out for an hour. I'm going to be sore. It's a lot of work. I don't have time for it. If you, well, we, we don't even start off with exercise, actually. We, we tell people, don't even think about exercise and don't even change your diet. We get them on these core four secrets and we get them on our products. We let the products and the core four secrets do the heavy lifting up front, mm. increasing the energy, increasing the mental clarity. And they're like, oh, this is working. Okay, what's next? And I'm yeah. like, eat a big green leafy salad. You know, we just baby step, do that, get that habit in place. Okay, what's next? And then eventually like, I want to go exercise. What should I do? Okay, well, we like walking and we like mini trampolines for people that haven't exercised before. Basic yin yoga is another one, stretching postures. But when you go do it, don't set your uh, your thing like, I'm going to go walk for an hour, hike for an hour. Five minutes, mm -hmm. two minutes. You put yeah. it in your calendar. I'm going to go walk for five minutes. I'm just going to walk to the mailbox and back, walk around the block. And what you'll find out is just like, like your, your subconscious is like, okay, you could probably do that. It's five minutes. It's no big deal. And then you get out there and you do five, six, 10, 15, 20 minutes. You come back. Now, some days you might only do five. The habit is more important than the duration. Don't mm -hmm. make it a big deal. Build the habit. Don't worry about going out and running a marathon your first day or lifting 500 pounds in the bench press or whatever you're thinking. Just show up to the gym or go outside or jump on that mini trampoline. Don't make it a big deal. Do some basic things that you would do in nature, walking, mm -hmm. hiking, bouncing. You know, crawl around in the dirt. Get some probiotics in you too at the same time. Yeah, something I always say is um, micro habits support macro goals. So building sustainability by micro habits is just more important than going, you know, too hard, too fast and being exhausted and energy less at the end, you know. Absolutely. Good Tim, point. Yeah, thank you, Tim. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It's been absolutely lovely learning Um I'm just so excited to get this episode out. I feel like so many women will resonate with your clients and the experiences that you've shared personally through your journey. So thank you so much. Well, thanks for having me on. Appreciate you. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Inside Out. I really want to grow in this space and make sure these stories and experiences are heard. If this episode resonated with you, I would love to hear from you please leave me a review and hit subscribe to ensure you don't miss our next conversation. Please also join me on Instagram and let me know what you thought about this episode at Inside Out with Chris. I can't wait to share more with you really soon.